guys, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I'm Josh's youth. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I don't even know why I introduced myself. We're the same two people. I'm just, I'm going to keep that out. Well, you pause and you're like, <laughs> yes. I, I froze, okay? No, um, yeah, Atypically Topical, you know what it is. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Indy. We're, it's Morbid Month, blah, blah. Let's get into it. Uh, questioning Florida, let's go. <laughs> um, no, we're going to be talking about the dark side of psychology today, which... We have a lot of ties with because we both have our degrees in it. I don't really use it. You do. Yeah, I use it on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, And we've done, I think we've done like a regular psychology episode before or something. Um, But since it's morbid month, we're going to be doing, um, I guess, the darker side of it, which could mean a lot of things, really. Like when I was looking up, you know, something that do on this one it was like all over the place where i could have gone yeah i'm sure you know, you're the same oh yeah you know before ethics and things <laughs> yeah. the psychology was uh questionable yeah, to, to say, say the, the least. least yeah so there's gonna be a lot to talk about in this one and um we finally got to have some guests on this episode we haven't had some in a while but um my niece hannah is here welcome hannah Super weird that you introduced me as your niece. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I never really think of you that way. Okay, just like I'm like a like a bro. Yeah, bro. like the older brother that I didn't get to have. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, pretty sure so, I've expressed express that to you before. So. Oh yeah, I mean, it, that, that you that, forgot all about that it. feeling has been there already. So, <laughs> but yeah, you were technically my niece, but more importantly for this episode. You have, I just learned this, you have a doctorate <laughs> in psychology. No, I didn't know this. I just said master's before. I, yeah. I demoted your Yeah, no, she, she I did. also have a master's, yeah, but why the not? most recent accomplishment right. is the doctorate. <laughs> right. But I was going to say, she did way more work than I did. <laughs> yeah, so you're still like kind of wondering, are you just talking about your master's? Like, Yeah, lately? I was looking to UTSA to go into their uh, doctorate in just psychology. Yeah. So it could be a case where it's like, I'm like the the first form of the Pokemon. Like, I'm just the regular degree, and then you could be the master's. You'd be, like, the Charmeleon or whatever. And the Charmeleon. Be, isn't he a middle? Yeah, but... There you go. That oh, works. yeah, that is his name. Never yeah. mind. What's up? <laughs> Would you, did you think I was wrong? You're just used to me being wrong about Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to correct me. Yeah, I get it. And Hannah would be the Charizard. Yeah, I love Charizard. But, like, I'm the middle awkward one. <laughs> At least you're, like you're the cute. Teen, the teen Char. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and also, my nephew, I believe, yes. Um, <laughs> my nephew Mark is here. Welcome, Mark. I, I have uh, actually no ties to psychology, so it's actually a wonder why I'm here. Uh, I'm not even one of the like main three Pokemon they talked about. I'm like a Bulbasaur or something. Yeah, hanging yeah. out. Yeah, he's like yeah. our... He's like, you're like the far-fetched, like, one All right. that really about. But like a bird? <laughs> sure, why not? But he knows some psych jargon because we yeah, live together. Psychology so, like, affects everybody, so... Yeah. I'm at also, least a squirtle. <laughs> and you definitely have the voice for podcasting. Yeah. Uh, you could be, like, the engineer, but even though you don't do that, you can just be, like, the honorary engineer for sure. this episode and just pitch in your quips and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you could do that. Um, yeah, so welcome, guys. Thanks for being here. Uh, they actually just moved here recently. I forgot like how recent a few moved months back, ago. Yeah, I also forgot the end of August. July. Yeah, they moved during all this crap. So kudos <laughs> to that. It's kind of hard to do, but you guys did it properly. Did all the quarantine and all that stuff. Yes, and we got movers and yeah. we wore masks. And it was great. Yeah. yeah, we're still all in the middle of that. Once we're listening to this, like years from now, we'll, 
it's going to be crazy. Yeah, like, remember when we had just, like, masks <laughs> everywhere? <laughs> we a, a wedding ceremony with masks on? Yeah. But, Unless, the, yeah. but the mask I have for our, our wedding is, like, made from extra um, cloth for my dress, so it's going to be oh, cool. Yeah. Aw, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. It's we, have to, we have to figure out what mine's going to be, because I still need a... We're gonna, no, we just can get you a black Yeah, maybe just a black one. <laughs> low effort. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, low tux. effort. Just use an old shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you dug into like a long ass one because you were researching for like two Whoa. hours. I'll so, talk about that later. Yeah. So um, <laughs> before that, though, I just want to ask Hannah about. So I guess I get, how long total did you take getting your doctorate? I know it takes years and years. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, how, um, how so my bachelor's degree took four years. Um, and then my doctoral program it was a five-year program with an S of master's, and I just meant I got my master's halfway through. And um, when I was going to apply for internship, my car was terrible, and it ate up all of my savings. So I, I took an additional car. year. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a terrible fucking car. Um, so I finished all my coursework, um, did everything that I needed to do, and I was all but internship. And so I applied the next year, which was awesome because I got to save up for money because I worked full-time because I didn't have classes. Um, So technically, I graduated in six years instead of five, but I did everything before that. It was just an internship. Cool. Yeah, so... Some people take even longer to do their doctorates. Like, isn't there... There's no, like, time limit? There is. But uncertain, like... So my doctoral program had a seven-year limit. If you yeah. didn't finish the program in seven years, you basically started at like level one again. Um, oh, but you had to like you had to like leave the program and then be readmitted, like re yeah yeah whatever. Because usually it's like four or five years, but mm-hmm. then there's like extra years to so be like hey yeah you know you should carry up and do this and finish up your because yeah. what I heard anyways is that. Your um, dissertation is the one that takes the longest to complete. Yeah. And so they recommend, they, th- they say it's easiest for you if you defend your diff- dissertation before internship. Yeah. So I started my internship August 1st of 2019, and I defended my dissertation July 31st of 2019. So I thought I was golden. I was like, I defended started my internship it's great and then they hit me with do you want to turn this into an article and I said no <laughs> but I ended up having to do that anyway and so it's and good you, to have your name out there yeah in yeah. the scientific community yeah yeah just google niece Hannah if you want to get <laughs> stuff out there yeah that's, that's all about timing that's all but I guess when we do have someone like actually like super qualified for our topic. <laughs> I do ask if they have some kind of story or anecdote or something related to that field. So I don't know if you have something that you want to. Yeah. So you said about. dark side of psychology and I immediately thought to like fictional shit, um, mm-hmm. which is why I was really glad when you started bringing up like the ethical before ethics, because there was some really <laughs> twisted shit before that. Yeah. But basically, in psychoanalysis, one of the things that they talk about that drives, like, our behaviors and things are, like, the id, the ego, and the superego. Right. Mm. Very briefly, the id is all your base primal urges. Um, your superego is, like, that strive for perfectionism and, like, law-abiding, have to always do the right thing. And then the ego is trying to, like, drive the car with both of those competing desires. And I watched a show 
years and years and years ago, it was super terrifying, where this woman had three sons, and she, like, she was a psychologist, so she warped each of the sons to be the id, Uh-oh. the superego, mm. and the ego. That's, yeah, that's not good for the child. Well, no. Like, it's like mental. Eric Trump oh. Don Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, but, what's but, wrong with using kids for experiments? <laughs> I guess a superego can be Baron Trump, because he's young. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just like really creepy because like there was like a serial killer that was in, and then like the serial killer there would always be like someone that cleaned up after. So like the the kill itself would be like really really like gross and mm. you know terrible. But then everything would get cleaned up really quickly, and so it turns out that it was the sons and like the id son was like killing people and like you know. Doing all the things that Freud says that we all want to do secretly. We always have that sibling that's just <laughs> people. You, you know, the murder up their one. Yeah. yeah. The and then the super one. ego is out there trying to clean everything. Um, and then eventually, like, the ego just kills both it and the super ego because they're like, fuck this shit, I can't, I'm out. That'll Sounds happen. about right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah. Would you go to jail? Uh, I guess so. Like, if you killed a serial killer. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's still, still, it's still a crime. Yeah. But but what if? I mean, it depends on the. Ser- obviously, there's I get, know, defense I, and. Yeah, I guess if you're like killing them, like as they were murdering. Yeah, see, like, well, you know what self defense is. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you just can't like if you know it's a serial killer, you just can't yeah, kill them while they're that's like. That's called premeditated. <laughs> so you can't do that. Well, you you would still get arrested. Yeah. Yeah, assuming. But then, and we you know, see cases all the time where people who kill people don't get arrested, but right. you still supposedly get arrested, but that doesn't mean that the jury then has right. to, you know, convict you. If they are like, this person took Jack the Ripper off the fucking streets, like... Yeah. They did kill that guy that killed more guys. Yeah. So, you good, Holmes. It depends on the jury. Yeah. All right, so, since I know we're probably going to have a lot to talk about, let's go ahead and jump into the, the first segment we usually do, and that is Questioning Florida. So, <laughs> you you heard this, right? Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> yes, I'm also usually excited about I'm, it. I'm usually scared. <laughs> yeah. You just you don't, don't know what's going to happen. We have three people that can react to this story. <laughs> it's always pretty much unrelated to the topic, but uh, there's some dark psychology to these people, probably. They have brains, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, you might argue against this one. Uh, <laughs> this is from October 6th, so it's pretty recent. And it is from Boston 25 News. I'm not sure why, because it happened in Florida, but let's get into it. Headline, Florida woman attempts to sell a ring back to store from which it was stolen. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's just a new move. Like, you, you sell it to a pawn shop. <laughs> Do we, did she steal it from the store? Because that's, that's a real, that's a real. Let's find out. That, that'll be your question. Let's see if they answer it, because um, it's pretty weird. A Florida woman was arrested after police discovered she tried to sell multiple stolen rings to jewelers in the state. So it could be a case where she just kind of acquired them or something and then was going around and maybe just got them mixed up. Um, Alice Henry brought a $1,000 stolen ring to Griner's Jewelry in Winter Haven on September 28th. Grinders. (laughs) Oh, Griner. (laughs) Oh, Griner. I mean, it's not much better. Okay. And asked the store clerk if the retailer would be interested in purchasing the jewelry. She told the clerk she, f- <laughs> she told the clerk she had found the ring while using a metal detector on a beach in the Florida Panhandle. So she just happened to find it. I always just I'm think not... of old guys do that, I'm right? Sure. <laughs> I'm sure you find some weird shit in there. Yeah, but it. Okay, this is where her story is just like wow. 
but upon inspection, first of all, the clerk, they usually kind of know about jewelry and mm-hmm. they quickly saw that it didn't have any damage that would come from sand or scratches or anything that it would be deep in there. Yeah. So while the clerk continued questioning her about the ring, another employee called the police. And she told police that she drove to Panama City Beach for an emergency situation involving her daughter. Okay. While in the while in Panama City Beach, she said she ran into a friend who quote happened to have a metal detector in her car. We all okay. have one. Well, I mean, I mean, if that's the thing that you do, that's a hobby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but okay. So she told police that she borrowed the metal detector to do some treasure hunting on the beach during her time, which is. Obviously, you know, casual behavior as your daughter has an emergency, right? Yeah. (laughs) Take a pit stop and do some little treasure hunting on the beach. Again, if, like, the daughter's in, like, surgery or something, I can see it. Yeah, you you not being rich isn't going to make her... Oh, I'm not not defending her. I'm trying to come up with a rational explanation. I think there is. I've shown you her picture before. (laughs) Continue. There may not be a rational side of this. I get it, though. It said during her time there, so, you know, maybe. You have have a metal detector? Sure, let's go. When her friend had a metal detector. Right. Mm -hmm. Henry was allowed to leave the store without the ring, the payment, or any consequences. But during an investigation, authorities said they discovered that Henry had gone to another jewelry store in Lake Wales multiple times... To sell three other rings that had been stolen during a July burglary at the same jewelry store. Oh, that's so just sloppy. She, yeah, so yeah. she was arrested Sunday. Um, during interviews with police, she told them she found the stolen jewelry on the ground near dumpsters at her apartment. That doesn't sound like the beach. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So this is where it kind of falls apart. Um, pretty sure none of those are accurate. She just straight up stole them. So sometimes we do this every once in a while. I like to have her guess the age of this person in the story. Oh, God. So since you guys are the guests, I'll have you guess first. If you have any of you have a guess, go ahead and shout it out. 47. 28. And Mindy? Um, he sounds like a, like a 59. 15, 59? Oh, I went really young. <laughs> well, let me show you her picture here on my phone. It's... <laughs> Just kind of an angry, mm. angry African American woman. This does nothing to help my guess. Yeah, and I'm her gonna... age is forty-seven. Damn, ah! <laughs> she's exactly forty-seven. I, I tried not to give away anything on my face, but did you know her? You said it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, this story. but the number just came to me. I know, so. that's weird. <laughs> Divine intervention. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like immediately you just shouted, it and I was staring at it on my screen. I was like, wow. All right, but twenty-eight's not that far off. <laughs> another dark what side of psychology you can read minds yeah man she really is meant for this episode so let me get into her florida woman score real quick um for having a mugshot on the article you get five points okay um i don't know if you heard it this last time basically there's for f there's firearms for florida there's F, there's L for location, O is object. So they kind of did a whole, uh-huh. a whole okay. chart for this. I, I heard the, the point on the last yeah. episode, but I didn't understand it. because Yeah, so basically whoever came up with this, they have a letter for you know, every letter in Florida. And it's like firearms and then location and then objects. Right. Um, for firearms and weapons, there's none, thankfully. I mean, unless, you know, we don't know if she robbed them. She may have also found a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so, like if she was on the beach, yeah. Or in the I'm going to say that this I is guess. a partnership. Oh, She's got beach. someone who robs the stores yeah. and then she goes and tries to sell it. Um, actually the metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> for the location, the beach is mentioned. That's one point. A small retailer, that's one point. For objects, there's none that applied. There's Metal detector's not on there. None of those are on there. Interesting. Interesting. Jewelry's not on there either. Uh, well, it's under reason for arrest as burglar and theft, so that's two points. Oh, okay. um, mm. No injuries, no drugs and alcohol that we know of. No animals involved. That we know of. Yeah. 
<laughs> so total, is, total is nine. Not not bad. Not high. Yeah, she's not uh, not too crazy out There's there. There's definitely worse out there. Yeah. Oh god. I think we've had like almost twenty at one point. Yeah. The guy that champion. I think you get like ten points if you were fully nude at one point. <laughs> or it might be five, but with a mugshot in that, yeah, that's already that puts you ahead of the curve. But yeah, so yeah, lesson I guess if you're gonna steal from multiple jewelry stores, kind of keep tabs on which one come like came from which and and come up with better like excuses, excuses? or yeah. just put the rings in the sand and then dig them back up so there's a little bit yeah, of damage but, uh, there like yeah. not afraid of pristine well, I'd be afraid to do that I didn't, I you would actually put the marks on it I would actually lose it I was like why did <laughs> lose the ring and then be like shit I lost well, my don't stolen do it in, ring don't do it in the sand that gets washed out by the water like do it in the hot sands and like just dig it like stick it in there I'd get one of those Zen gardens. <laughs> she should have just pawned her friend's metal detector. <laughs> that could be worth a lot. Oh, that, yeah, that's another thing. I guess you punch stores. I wonder how much those are. Today I learned that you could sell rings back to jewelry stores. <laughs> uh, you just have. Yeah, I think you can. I well, think I think you like, can. Like if someone like, yeah, like dies or yeah. you break right, up with someone. Don't write to death. <laughs> it's well, morbid it's month. Psychology. It is Florida. It's morbid yeah. month. Yes. you got to talk about death. Of course. Which I will be on my next story. Which will be happening right now. That's my segment. Okay. <laughs> um, so thank you. Proud to be here. Yes. This is from July, an article in Reader's Digest from July 2018, and I just picked four of these because I knew you might have a long one. So these are eleven psych, eleven psychology experiments that went horribly wrong. <laughs> If any of these, like when I say the name, if they're yours, just let me know. I oh, think it, it's not. Mine's not like related oh, to okay. that. So I'm sure you guys will be familiar with many or all of these. Yeah. Right, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you can sit back and listen. Okay. <laughs> or you uh, can just blind react. Like, Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> just gasp every time something crazy happens. All right, so the first one is the UCLA schizophrenia medication experiment. Mm. Yes. You're nodding your head. You've heard of this? Sure. Yeah, I think there was a whole thing with LSD that they were... Probably. Yeah. Mm. I don't think it's... They're very short, like, synopsis of what happens, but I'm sure that was involved. Yeah. So in 1983, researchers at UCLA began studying 50 patients suffering from schizophrenia. The aim was to figure out if symptoms of the disorder, like lack of concentration, delusions, and hallucinations, would improve by taking patients off their medications. So they were just like... Wait, how does that make any sense? <laughs> so take away the stuff that's like helping them? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like you have a headache. Let's take away the ibuprofen and see if your headache gets better. That's, that's you really got to want it. That's where they went down already. <laughs> As the New York Times reports, one demedicated patient committed suicide and another threatened to kill his parents. Wow. I, That'll happen. Yeah. That... I mean, when you take who, the medication, who thought? a schizophrenic, yeah. I mean, come on. You, you, you don't know what they're telling, that like their voices are telling them to do. Critics pointed to a serious breach of ethics, obviously, when yeah. the researchers failed to warn subjects how much worse their symptoms might get. So oh, they didn't even so tell it wasn't even informed consent. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if, if well, the time period... Well, had to they, do with it, but well, it was way before, I would well, think. Well, there's a, there's a board, uh, the RAB, right? Is that, is that the acronym? IRB. IRB. Yeah. You're thinking what? of rib, ribs. Ribs. <laughs> <laughs> ribs. From earlier. Or we had a tasting earlier. We had some ribs. Yeah, they were good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a subconscious call back to the ribs. Yeah. Um, but it's like a committee. Like when I had, when I did my research um, in my undergrad, um, the panelists are like 
two professional psychologists and then like one person that's not in psychology. Like yeah, Mark. generally legal. Mark would be that person. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be me. Yeah. I'd be, yeah, like if you did research <laughs> and Han- and Hannah and I and then Mark would be your committee and they'd be like they would look at your study and they'd be like is this ethical or not? <laughs> yeah. And you have to like, so at my program, we didn't have an IRB. We had a human subject review board. So it's kind of same thing, but yeah, different, but different anal- like acronym. And I had to submit like what I wanted to do, what I wanted to study, the con- informed consent sheet, like everything. And they wanted to know how was I going to handle a subject you wanted to like get out of the the study and all of this stuff and and they ask for a lot of detail because you know yeah. they're not going to let you experiment yeah. on humans i'm sure they for funsies this led to a lot of um reforming how you do things and how you i mean not this experiment mm-hmm. there's one particular of others right yeah i mean one of them i'm sure a lot of them like you learn something from each failed well, I mean, because there is a method to taking away a medication. Right. You know, there it's the ABAB, like, research protocol. But you have to tell the subjects what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe inform them about what's about to happen to And them. if it's a deception, that wouldn't necessarily need a deception, I don't right. think, just hearing that. So they couldn't really argue we needed to deceive our patients. Yeah, so this one was uh, not great. Number two is aversion therapy. British Army Captain Billy Clegg Hill was arrested for homosexuality in 1962 when it was still considered a, men- a mental illness and a crime in the United Kingdom. Yeah. So, Dark yeah. times. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, it was considered a mental illness still in the DMV, the third edition, I believe. DM, DSM. DSM, my God! <laughs> You're getting your acronyms. I'm getting all my acronyms wrong. Yes, the Man, DSM-4. The was vehicles a- were, uh, <laughs> who are they to judge me? Were homophobic? <laughs> Probably. Back in the day. Back in the day they were. The DMV. Just give me my licenses. I knew something was wrong with that. I was like, hold on a second. Um... <laughs> The DSM, yes. <laughs> or DMV. <laughs> but this is why you're a great host, because it's like it's fun to, to talk about uh, the... I know what I'm doing, okay? <laughs> I'm qualified to work Yeah, believe me, students. she's qualified. She just talks like this sometimes. So. I mean, I you know it's more than me of what you're doing, so you're doing great. Um, but it was in the DSM-3 that um, homosexuality was still considered a mental disorder. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. until the fourth one they were like, oh, just kidding, it's not. <laughs> yeah, so this guy was subjected to electroshock as a means to cure him. Yeah. This aversion therapy was supposed to make him feel repulsed by his attraction to men. He died three days into the treatment, in part due to the lack of blood flow to his brain. Those who actually survived aversion therapy in its heyday reported feeling poisoned and incapable of intimacy. Well, I mean, I guess if you're brain dead, you can't feel aroused by other men. Right. So it's true. He yeah. technically was no longer gay. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> he success? was just dead. <laughs> <laughs> just congratulations, UK. Is that one in the book as well, being dead? <laughs> um, what about the DMV? That's in the DMV. Maybe in the first DSM. Being dead. dead. is a medical disorder, yeah. <laughs> you can't cure that. They didn't even know what it was. They're like, oh, let's just check back on them. But Guys like, just land. There's like flies coming around yeah. and stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, halfway there. Number three, the monster study. Is stuttering a brain disorder or a learned response? This question led... To, uni- to a brain disorder. Yeah. <laughs> just, just <laughs> rhetorical questions. <laughs> nowadays, it's rhetorical. This question led University of Iowa researcher Mary Tudor to conduct speech experiments... 
on 22 orphan children in 1938. Oof. Not a Oof. great start overall. Yeah, my SLPs would be like, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's a protected population. So. <laughs> yeah. Like well, not in 1938, orphans. it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, they already have a speech impairment and are in an orphanage. Yeah, like they, they already got a lot of negative going for them. Maybe leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in this, they didn't. <laughs> um, non-stutterers were told they actually did stutter, and those children devolved into poor students and fearful speakers. One even ran away from the orphanage, according to the New York Times. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> the I was gonna say. I mean, I'm sure a lot of kids ran yeah. away from the orphanage. But the study proved an utter failure. No. It's, oh yeah, its outcomes but were ch- yeah, its <laughs> outcomes were contrary to what researchers expected to find, obviously. And those who heard about it later nicknamed it the monster study. So because like the the people researcher was a monster. Yeah. So he's gaslighting he kids. Experiments. <laughs> yeah, on the orphans. He gaslighting the orphans. Didn't even go into why it's called that. I just called it the monster study. Like, so you can't talk good. <laughs> that's not what we do now. All right, last one. Harlow's pit of despair. In the 1950s, psychologist Harry Harlow placed baby monkeys in yeah. isolation for a year just to prove that children need their mother's love. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was expressly needed, though. <laughs> Not yeah. at all. We don't it, talk about that study from Harlow. We talk about his yeah, study over, like, the... He's also Meyer, doing so, the, yeah, the, Meyer, the Meyer monkeys. So, we, <laughs> like, in early, in early in my training, we do talk about um, his other study where he put baby monkeys... In a cage that had a non-food producing but fluffy, like, fake mom. And then he put monkeys in a cold, not fluffy, but food producing mom. And they're both just, like, wires, but one had, like, a kitchen towel on it. And the monkeys preferred the fluffy, non-food producing mom because it got, like, cuddles. Or they felt like they got cuddles. I feel like Joaquin would go to the wire one, <laughs> and then Prince would go to the soft one. Yeah, but like for real though, someone's got to stop giving this guy monkeys. <laughs> no. Well, he's dead now, so yeah, that's true. That's all. The DMV. He was murdered by a. He was murdered by the monkeys. The monkeys came back. They're like, remember me? Yeah, son of a bitch. So, all right. So he. He placed baby monkeys in isolation for a year just to prove that children need their mother's love because that's something we need to prove, obviously. Well, yeah. that's not even the twisted version of that study yeah. because there were researchers years before that, like like in the earlier 1900s, that did that with actual human children Oof. where they only gave them like sustenance. They didn't give them any, any like interaction yeah. or anything and like... They did it with twins, and those twins were fucked up. Were they also stuttering orphans? So Harlow <laughs> didn't actually need to pr- prove that because we already knew that in very unethical yeah, look ways. Back, look at past studies, Harlow, <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, so the infant Reese's monkeys suffered various tortures in isolated confinement, and they went on to develop severe psychosis and depression. I wonder why. Cut out your kids. Yeah. That was messed up. And um, your monkeys. Cuddle your monkeys, guys. I feel real bad for monkeys now. <laughs> Reese? Yeah, monkeys do, are getting hurt in this. Dude, they always do also like experiments on beagles. That's another specifically beagles. Yeah, just yeah, beagles. I don't know why, but I've always seen like experiments that are done on beagles, and it makes me really sad because yeah, even though I hate their house, yeah, they're still cute. Yeah, they're great. 
Well, they so, help because people do experiments on them. <laughs> they're trying they to tell you. They're all connected. Let's they're trying to tell you about the There's a hive mind of beagle. <laughs> we should do an experiment on, on their house. <laughs> what do beagles do? We should do an experiment on this one over here. This little we need to figure out if he's part beagle because he makes the same house as beagles. <laughs> he does. We So we try to leave, uh, for a period, I tried to leave them out loose on the bottom because they can go out whenever they want and come in and we'll just sleep upstairs. Because mm-hmm. for a while they would just stay in the crate. But now, um, so for for a bit, we just left him out and they were fine. But now he just likes to go out like at 11 at night and just howl a couple times and just like super loud. So that I'm like, well, he's in a meeting. <laughs> he's trying to call the beagles to him. Yeah. So now we just have to put him in the crate again. I'm like, you could be loose, but no, you have to go out and do your thing. And like at two in the morning. Yeah, it's really annoying. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's we need to do an experiment on him. <laughs> um, though Harley's an ethical <laughs> experiment, and then you have to run it by us. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'll also be there for no yeah. reason. <laughs> um, there are no monkeys in this. So his Harlow's work was heralded at the time, but eventually shut down for ethics violations. Of course, so yeah, yeah. Those are the four that I found, but there's a lot more, a lot of yeah. ho- a lot more horrible ethics violations that have happened over time. And I'm sure you found something along the lines in history, maybe, that's not quite ethical. Maybe not an experiment. Maybe just people killing people. I don't know what you did. Well, (laughs) yes to the last part. Okay. Yeah, I eventually hit it. Always murder. That tracks. That tracks. No, but I decided to go with some people that had serious mental illnesses from the past. Yeah, okay. And so I'm going to talk about two, maybe three people if I feel like doing the third one. Okay. But two people for sure. Right. So I'm going to like give you kind of a summary, well not really the summary, like kind of like a quick snapshot of their life. Okay. And then I want you guys to, I want to see what you think his mental disorder is. Oh, okay. I am not qualified for this. I'm going (laughs) to write down our answer. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's okay. I'll just say whatever Hannah says. Okay. DMV. <laughs> Reese's monkeys. <laughs> Orphans. <laughs> Those are not disorders. Could be. Okay. So Reese's the- monkeyism. Sorry. <laughs> She's taking a sip. <laughs> um, the first person is his name is Caligula. Okay. Isn't that a Pokemon? No. Okay. I think heard about this. <laughs> oh, about this person. The person. No, the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> It's in the newest uh, generation. New generation, thank you. Come on, girl. Yeah, he, okay. he contributed. There you go. Um, <laughs> so he was born on August 31st, year 12. It, it, year 12? Yeah. I guess is it like is, only 12? <laughs> That's weird. I, yeah, it's only 12. So I'm guessing this is like, like after, after Jesus? Yeah, <laughs> like 12 years after Jesus. So someone thought to write this down? Year 12? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably estimated. Sure. I don't know. That's what that's what Wikipedia said. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, he was the son of a popular Roman general. So this is Roman times. His name uh, was Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. However, people referred to him as his childhood nickname Caligula, which means little boot, and he apparently hated that name. Oh, was really? it because he looked like a little boot? No, because I guess his dad's, his dad's soldiers would, I guess they would dress him up as like with his uniform and stuff and he had little feet and they're like, oh, little boot. <laughs> See, that's why he didn't like it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it sounds kind of cool. Right, doesn't sound like he, sound like he chose for himself. It does nah, sound no. like a vampire though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I may have heard of Caligula. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. No meme this time. Um, so when his dad died, um, he was seven. Um, and then 
so much like politics and the family, Roman times and things like that. So there was like, after his dad died, there was fighting between his grandfather, who would become his adopted father, um, Tiberius, and then his the rest of his family. So over a span of a few years, um, the feud would lead to the destruction of his family, including the death of his mother and his two brothers that died in prison or in exile, or both. <laughs> Either one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he, along with his three sisters, were the only living survivors of his family. Okay. Um, but apparently he was cool with that, and he joined his grandfa- his grandfather, and, you know, they were tight. And then there is a story <laughs> about how he tried to murder him or something, but didn't. He tried to murder Wait, his tried grandfather? To, uh, Caligula tried to murder his grandfather. Tiberius. Yeah, because okay. he, he's the one that banished his Not mom. the one he's tied with. Yeah. Okay, that was that doesn't sound very tight. No, well, he he got tight with him because he wanted to become emperor. So like he, uh, oh, okay. so, so it wasn't like a bond bond. It was like you yeah. can make me powerful. Yeah. Okay, so it was like yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once yes, so once he died, <laughs> um, his grandfather died. Um, he became emperor, and that was in the year uh, ninety seven. So he was twenty five. Um, he was born in year twelve, and then he became emperor in ninety seven. No, thirty seven. Oh, oh I heard 97. 97. I heard 97. Yeah. Okay. This is why I need people here to help. <laughs> 37. Because I was like... I usually catch those. He was like in his like, 80s. <laughs> unethical. <laughs> uh, when he took the throne, Caligula He's all like was described... <laughs> it's me. <laughs> That's what old man sounds like. <laughs> Just slightly lower. That's going to be like Prince Charles whenever he takes the throne. Um. Anyways. So, when he took the throne, Caligula was described as the first emperor who was admired by everyone. Quote, all the world, from the rising to the setting sun, it was said that over um, 160,000 animals were uh, sacrificed during the first three months um, of his reign. That's a lot. It's not a little. Yes, I don't know that was a Roman thing where, like, you just sacrifice. Over 150 over three months? No, 160,000. Holy shit, that's even bigger. Just out of 10 in the last (laughs) Over three months. They're just killing animals left and right. like 50K per. (laughs) Fuck this pig. Love Caligula. Uh, And he was described as, uh, his first seven months were described as blissful. Huh, okay. Um, In October 37, uh, Caligula (laughs) fell seriously ill or perhaps was poisoned. But he recovered from his illness, but it believed that this illness turned the young emperor toward the diabolical. Mm, he turned into a douche. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking <laughs> it's a about for it. <laughs> yeah. douchism. I'm gonna talk talk about certain things that he did. Okay. Because he did like a bunch of shit, conquering whatever. But I don't. We don't care about that. Um, so okay, the conquered cared about that. I can say, the ones <laughs> that care. were on the receiving end of that probably cared a little bit about it, but we don't care. <laughs> as um, long as it wasn't us. He started to kill off or exile those who were close to him or whom he saw as a serious threat. He had his cousin and adopted son Tiberius executed. Um, mm-hmm. He had his father-in-law and his brother-in-law executed as well. well. Who doesn't? Yeah, and his uncle was spared only because Caligula. Bef- um, Wanted to just keep him as a laughing stock. Just to laugh at him, I guess. Okay. As an example? I guess. I don't know. You gotta keep one alive, I guess. He had brazen affairs with the wives of his allies and was rumored to have incestuous relationships with his sisters. Mm. Not great. Mm. Um, 
yeah, it's gonna get it's still gonna get worse. It's gonna get weird. Okay. Um, oh, now it's getting weird. <laughs> yeah, it's already he, at that point. <laughs> um, he enjoyed to be called Jupiter, just like the ancient Roman king of the gods. Jupiter <laughs> <laughs> over little boot. No. <laughs> Um, according to a Roman historian, he was referred to as Jupiter by senators and even um, documents. He also ordered to bring the great statue of Zeus at Olympia, which is kind of like the, um, the Greek equivalent to Jupiter, I guess, right. um, yeah. from Greece in order to, rep- to replace its head with his own. It's probably healthy. Yeah. Besides doing that, he enjoyed dressing himself as Jupiter, including the golden beard and thunderbolt in his hand. There oh, is a, not the planet. <laughs> Put rings around himself. <laughs> there is a case um, where one of his subjects um, took a spot near Jupiter's statue and was asked, um, and asked an actor who was nearby about who in his mind is mightier, the god or the emperor himself. When the man naturally hesitated to reply, Caligula ordered him to be whipped. So I guess... It was, I, I, I mean, guess, it's not death. Uh, yeah, it's not death, but... It's I still mean, not great. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from wanting to be called Jupiter, he's also known for having conversations with gods. The rumor said that he started talking to the moon at night, inviting her into his bed and threatening Jupiter himself. He also said that the goddess Victoria put a crown on him and he was boasting about seducing the moon. Um, he it's also mentioned on. the spirit of the ocean <laughs> so talking to him while he couldn't sleep. Okay. Okay. Um, it is also very well no- a very well known story that Caligula wanted to make his horse a consul in the Senate in in Rome. It sounds like a pretty important position, but not for a horse. Yeah, this and is even yeah, strange. and even though this never actually became came to fruition. No. Ignatius, the name of the horse, enjoyed all pleasures of being the emperor's favorite animal. The horse had a stall of marble and a feeder wow. made from ivory. That's cool. A collar decorated <laughs> with precious stones, blankets of purple dyed fabric, which was considered the most expensive one. We don't have any of this. <laughs> yeah. We also don't have a horse. <laughs> he had his, ho- his own house with furniture included. The horse did? Yeah, the horse did. <laughs> this horse is better off than I am. <laughs> and a troop of slaves. <laughs> the horse? <laughs> just as a throw-in? Yeah. Yeah, just a little thing at the end. He's got his own <laughs> slaves. Wow. Um, Pretty sure that wasn't for the horse. I don't think you really yeah, care. Yeah, they're just like, that's the horse, it's not ours. Horse is like, I just want apples. <laughs> <laughs> the day before Ignatius would take part in races, silence was ordered in the neighborhood to prevent the horse from distraction. Okay. Aside from that, the emperor invited Ignatius to dinner, drank wine for his health from golden cups, and fed him golden oats. Uh, he has, like, Dr. Doolittle syndrome. That's what <laughs> that syndrome is not a... <laughs> so this is, like, the best-treated horse of, like, all of history. Yeah. yeah. Like, he had it made. Man, we should have saved it for a best-treated horse episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your famous one. Yeah, that's for 100. We're going to save that for episode 100. Best-treated horses. <laughs> one Ignatius. People did not consider him very handsome. The horse or it? No. Little <laughs> <laughs> boot, okay. dude. Little boot. People thought the horse was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Um, and, there, and people were fearful of his looks. 
And aside from that, um, he ugly. Ugly. Or was he just yeah, was trying that? to say he's ugly? Or, I mean, I would, I'm fearful of your looks, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I would like it to be like if he looked at you, like bad shit was going to happen to you. Because like he's going to ask you a Maybe, question, yeah. and if you get it wrong, he's going to whip you. Or, yeah. wonder, though, they meant, or make like, you one of his like, horse slaves. Some sort of, like, or if he had like some sort of physical deformity, and people were like real mm-hmm. insensitive about it. You had a boot for a face. <laughs> Maybe he's like, it looks like Jafar. That's what I picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or is I? Aside from that, his body was extremely hairy, and oh, this was no. seen as very unattractive in Rome. Oh, the God. horse or the dude? <laughs> no. <laughs> now we're on him. Caligula. <laughs> the horse is over. Right? Yeah, we're done with the horse. The horse is actually hairless. <laughs> Gross. Something um, racing. So a law was passed to not mention a goat at his presence. <laughs> what? Did, did someone mention a goat at his presence I, and he just so took it? Person. You look like a fucking goat. That's against the law. Like, yeah, that's basic. I, I'm not. I'm not sure if okay, there was so an probably super like a goat as from this. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's an incident that happened, but there's no record of it, and so we just know that there is this law so that you you couldn't talk about. You couldn't even talk about goats while you're around him. It's a very specific animal. Like, you can't talk about that around me, man. Yeah, yeah. It has to be for a reason. I'd be like, um, there's a, we want to kill a, um, it's like a, a sheep it's with a, horns. <laughs> a special sheep. They like to lick the mineral. That's like a quick, quick story that I've told you before, I think. Um, my sister Ruby, that's been on a past episode. There was a time where they were um, driving, I guess, in some area where they had, you know, out in the country or something. And somebody had some goats, and she was really little. And this was Ruby. She was, uh, she saw one, and and I guess maybe it was the first time she saw one. And she was like, she was like, look, dogs with beards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. innocent. Yeah, so innocent. She was assimilating new information. <laughs> yeah, she was only twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your last week. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a funny story. A field of Caligulas. <laughs> He also had problems with early hair loss, just like his ancestors, and that caused another law to be created. To not lose hair? <laughs> this one prohibited anyone to stand higher than him or look down upon the emperor. <laughs> oh my god. So he okay. had a hairy body and a bald head. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You sure bald this is about the horse? Not bald. Yeah, George Costanza here. This is like, now it's getting Napoleon complex kind of. Well, you, you have more. Aside from, uh, um, hold on. This guy's too much. Okay, so he was also known to be very cruel, no, and be yeah. obsessed with killing and torturing people, mm, just like that other chick. Um, but he was also known to have a weird sense of humor. Like he, had he one in general. <laughs> like he enjoyed hanging up new laws in places hard to reach, writing them in very small letters, just to punish people who didn't know about them afterwards. <laughs> So he invented fine print. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a little shit. He was shipping. the terms and conditions guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, we have Apple has them to thank. He enjoyed drawing back the awnings over an arena when the sun was at its hottest, forbidding anyone to leave and making the spectators suffer from the heat. Ooh. Christ. Just. That wasn't him. For it was no Zeus. reason? <laughs> yeah, that was Zeus, actually. Yeah. Okay. During this time, during the time of his rule, he constantly prayed to gods, asking him to send a great catastrophe for Rome. And he's very sad when nothing happened. <laughs> wasn't he his, the emperor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rome wasn't fucking destroyed today. Feels bad, man. This guy's like the OG Trump right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also had a great joy. When he got sh- coronavirus, <laughs> and then bragged about it. Did he also have little hands? <laughs> no, he had little feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Caligula feet. But he's allowed to say it exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta. Um, he also had a great joy of shutting out granaries and condemning people to starve and doing other things to just see how citizens um, would get to suffer or be irritated. Christ. A lot of things. I feel like this is the torture episode again. <laughs> like the third time in a row. Um, Caligula lavished money on building projects from practical things like aqueducts and harbors to the cultural theaters and temples to the downright bizarre like um Trump Tower. <laughs> oh so, okay so he's got he got a bunch of Roman merchant ships to construct a two mile floating bridge across the Bay of, of Bali. I don't know what that is. Um, so he could spend two days galloping, uh, galloping back and forth across it. So I guess he just made this bridge. <laughs> so he has somewhere to ride his Create horse. Create this yeah. gallop back and forth and then tear it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck that thing. Only got yeah. to use it. He also did a bunch of other stuff and conquered yeah, places. Yeah, he got and, the gist. Yeah, and then um, he was murdered. Um, <laughs> what? Someone killed this champion? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, in, the year, in the year 40 by Roman soldiers under control of the Senate. So, very much a la Caesar. Yeah, yeah. they like to do that, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> that's, their, that's their brand. You don't really hear about Caligula's murder. <laughs> no. This is why you atypically topical listeners are exclusive. You hear about stuff like this. Caligula's murder. You, you 15 loyal guys. Get the yeah. Caesar shit out of here. But was yeah. the horse okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, horse is fine. Horse is fine. Yeah. He had his own like palace. Basically. He, he had his own house. Horse is living it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so what do you think he had? <laughs> uh, for one, delusions of grandeur. Yeah, Dude thought he was Zeus. I think he had problems. <laughs> there had to have been also some antisocial shit. Like he was pretty messed up and like torturous. And some Doctor Doolittle stuff in there. He treats his horse like a human. Doctor Doolittle is a he thing. He treated his horse better than good humans. Good movie, but it's not I don't know a about good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Probably didn't ask his horse any questions or whip him. So you know, better than some humans. Kind of weird interplanetary delusion. <laughs> All this planet stuff he was talking about. Well, he was Zeus, you see. Yeah, yeah. of course. So, scholars don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because he's a grab bag. You got some <laughs> There's just so much going on. He's the first. But, oh. but they think that his physical illness, he had seizures. He had epilepsy. Hmm. So, he, like, even, like, he was, like, he never swam because he was so afraid that he'd have a seizure while he was swimming and he would drown. Because there's no one watching him to, like, pull him out of the water because no. he's... No. Just create more bridges. <laughs> I guess. Honestly, though, if you saw Caligula drowning, would you really jump in and save him? <laughs> I don't think so. um, but um, they think that because of his epilepsy over time, that led to his severe mental illness things. Um, and people have speculated anything from like schizophrenia to personality disorders. But I mean, all, all the ones he listed are, from, are you know, probable. Schizophrenia was on there when he, when he was talking about what hearing and stuff yeah yeah um so this one is about charles the sixth of france okay no No, no recognition good that's a good um charles the sixth was known as charles the sixth the beloved but then Uh, he later became self-titled already charles the mad (laughs) okay so he, he was born on december 3rd 1368, so we're on the okay, we're four, four digit. At least in the, yeah. A little bit farther than 12. <laughs> we're in the thousands. We're 12. <laughs> or 97. <laughs> yeah. 
he was the son of um, Charles V, who was the king of France, and so thus he was the um, heir to the French throne. That's how numbers after, work, yes, five, six. Yeah. <laughs> after his elder brothers died before he was born. Wait, so he wasn't even the firstborn son, and he got the name Charles VI? It, it was weird, because, so, like, once you get coronated, you can change your name. Oh, that's right, name. you change your name, because yeah. Queen Elizabeth's first name isn't... No, she is. She just kept her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Charles... Uh, but her, her dad changed his. Yeah. But then when whenever Queen Elizabeth dies and Charles becomes king, he can change his name. To King George, whatever yeah. we're on now. Yeah. That's fact. a British Basically, question. Basically, when you, get, yeah, when you said that... Because I watched Royalty. The Crown on Netflix. That's a great show, by the it way. It is a great show. <laughs> but, yeah, that's one of the things that I remember is they asked her, what do you want your queen name to be? And her name's like, my name's Elizabeth, so it'll be Elizabeth. <laughs> What's your handle? Hashtag <laughs> 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 Queen Elizabeth. When you At become royalty, <laughs> you have to get, like, your Twitter handle. At Queen Lizzie. Well, <laughs> of course, all the villains are taken, so you have to add a number, like yeah. Queen Elizabeth II. At Queen Lizzie 69. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be or like... 2069, those ghosts. <laughs> those ghosts. <laughs> okay. Um, so his father died on September 16, 1380, so then he inherited the throne okay. when he was only 11. Hmm. Um, that sounds like a good age to inherit the entire throne. Dude, there's so many, like, <laughs> yeah. families that, like, get get to become kings when they're, like, six or five or whatever. Yeah, yeah they have, like, an advisor made. that, like, does stuff for them. I heard they okay. have this horse that's like really set up. <laughs> <laughs> um, during um, his minority, uh, France was ruled by Charles's uncles as regents. So there, yeah, you there you go. Yeah, that's what you just said. Although the royal age of majority is fourteen, so like when you can <laughs> no. what? No, they're full on adults. <laughs> fourteen, you're still figuring out what to do to lock the bathroom door. Okay, like yeah. that's not. Well, no, that's, you're the most mature when you're fourteen, obviously. <laughs> Um, Your voice sounds like that when you're 14. (laughs) I sound like this when I was 14. He did. He did. I should rule an empire. (laughs) Call me Caligula. The second. He should not. Okay. Um, The age 14 was based on Roman Catholic law, by the way. So they said. Those dum-dums. Yeah. Um, Real beefed it. (laughs) Although I'm not going to talk too much about like what he did. During his reign, because it was super long, and we don't care about all that right. shit. Right. Um, Let's get to the good <laughs> stuff. To the fucked up stuff. Or, um, yeah, the fucked he up. was not good. He was known as a, a successful king, in okay. general. His successes, however, were overshadowed by his bouts of psychosis, mm. um, which he started to experience in his mid twenties. I think he has Ooh, psychosis. Yep, that's about the onset of psychosis age. Yeah. Uh, mental illness may have passed on for several generations through his mother, uh, Joanna Bourbon. Okay. Delicious which is, drink. Which which makes sense because a lot of incest and whatever. Wait, what? <laughs> you kind of just skipped over that part. Because most royal families use incest to keep their bloodlines pure. You oh, know this. Yeah. I thought you meant because of bourbon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard bourbon and then it, like, it makes yeah. sense. because They had a really wild night <laughs> yeah, with yeah. bourbon. No, she was saying the psychosis going through the family because of inbreeding. You were continuing your sentence. Yes. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, Charles' first known episode occurred in 1932 when his friend, Oliver, I don't know, I don't, the Clausen or whatever. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same <laughs> stupid thing. So, like, his best friend, basically, was a victim of an attempted murder. Um, oh. So, he survived, but Charles was determined to punish the assassin that would have killed him, which okay. is, yeah, his name is Pierre. Um, Pierre. And he took refuge in Brittany, which is part of 
uh, Great Britain or whatever. Um, but then John V, Duke of Brittany, was like, I'm not going to give you him. So Charles was like, I'm going to go and, get, and kill him anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so contemporary said that Charles appeared to be in a fever to begin the campaign and his dis- um, it was disconnected with his speech. During the trip, a page, which kind of like is a servant, I guess, yeah. um, dropped the king's lance, which clinked loudly against a steel helmet carried by another page. Charles shuddered. He drew his sword and yelled, Forward against the traitors! They wished to deliver me to the enemy. And the king spurred his horse and began swinging his sword to his companions, fighting until one of his chamberlains um, and a group of soldiers were able to grab him from his mount and lay him on the ground. He lay still and did not react, but then he fell into a coma. Oh, what? <laughs> Self-defense mechanism, he's fallen into a coma. Yeah, the possum method. Yeah. You just never wake up. <laughs> yeah. And um, in his rage, he actually ended up killing a knight and several of his other men. Because uh, oops. Several? Yeah. Oopsie. Jesus. Oops, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine that his knights weren't trying to, like, fight him they're, yeah, they're back. trying to well, they're yeah. like you know they're trying to contain it, and it's a lot harder to contain yeah. someone without like force when that person is like trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. He just like pulled back once, like oops, <laughs> top of the head off. That would suck though, just like walking, getting killed by your boss. <laughs> yeah, that would. Um, periods of mental illness continued throughout the king's life. During one incident in 1393. He could not remember his name and did not know that he was the king. When his wife came to visit, he asked his servants who she was and ordered them to take care of what she required so she would leave him alone. Hmm. Um, During an episode in 19... uh, I mean, 19... 1395 to 1396, he claimed that he was St. George and that his coat of arms was aligned with the sword thrust through it. Which is not... It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Fact check. It was not. <laughs> At this time, he recognized all his officers, but did not know his wife nor his children. Sometimes he would run wildly through the corridors of his Persian residence. And to keep him inside his residence, the entrances, entrances were walled up. Mm. So people had to physically just trap him where he was. Yeah. Um, it's getting really sad. Yeah, it's like a, it's a yeah. homemade like asylum or something. Yeah, it's not great. Let's go back to murder. Padded room. Oh, there's a lot of murder in his story, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, so as long as I know it's there. Yeah, it's, it's there. Yeah. It's there for sure. I mean, just, we did, he, he murdered a bunch of people earlier. Don't worry. He killed people. Yeah, just, just assume. Um, in 1405, he refused to bathe or change from his clothing for five months. <laughs> his later psychotic episodes were not described in detail, um, but they, his behavior was similar to having del- someone with delusions. Mm-hmm. Pope Pius wrote that um, there are times when Charles thought he was made of glass and thus tried to protect himself in various ways so he would not break. <laughs> he reportedly he reportedly had iron rods sewn into his clothes so that he would not shatter if he came into contact with another person. How does that work? How often did he come into contact with another person at such a force that it would shatter someone? I mean, if you're out made out of glass. Yeah, and probably like spun glass, it sounds like. He thought it was like real fragile. Mm. Yeah. Um, so then he died. 
Long story short, dude's uh, fucking dead. He died. Both announcements of the deaths have been on flaming <laughs> view this one. Anyway. He died on October 24th. Someone smashed him <laughs> to the ground. Uh, in 1422 in Paris. And his reign... Oh, he died in wh- France. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the king, king of France. France. Yeah, like. yeah, but like, you know, France. You, know. <laughs> you just don't want that to happen. No. Just airlift him out next time so he doesn't <laughs> die. somewhere France. else. Um, he ruled France for 42 years, which is pretty long during that time. So hmm. what did he have? Well, at first I thought schizophrenia, and then I thought early onset dementia, and then I thought that both. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's delusions, there is assumptions of who he was, and then the dementia part, like... Dementia doesn't just have you forget memories and who people are. It's you can't take care of yourself and you like don't bathe and you yeah. like you know you, you get lost glass. places. You don't get you don't become glass. <laughs> but the glass thing is interesting. I've never I've not heard that one yeah. before. So let me explain. He had, so he had glass glastronomy. Well, <laughs> you did say the word psychosis. So I'm gonna throw that word out. <laughs> there you I think well, yeah, so psychosis yeah. is a symptom. That That's not necessarily a murderous disorder. tendencies. Right, but you said to diagnose I mean, him. All, all kings had murderous <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> Part of them even kings. Yeah. Still not wrong. Um. So what he had was something called the glass delusion. Hmm. Hmm. Just straight, I, mean, I could have just guessed that. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yes, I, I could have as well. <laughs> it's close enough. It sounds like like a digestive system surgery. <laughs> Glass Glastroenteritis. Glass Joeism from Punch Out. Um, it's an external manifestation of a psychiatric disorder recorded in Europe mainly in the late Middle Ages and early modern periods of the 15th to 17th century. Okay, so that's not in the DSM. I'm not no. going to fucking know that. But yeah. is it in the yeah. DMV? <laughs> uh, people feared that they were made of glass and therefore likely to shatter into pieces. Wow. So this is like... Man, this could be its own topic. Like not a common thing, but like enough to like it has its own name. Yeah. Concentration of the glass delusion among the wealthy and educated classes allowed modern scholars to associate it with a wider, better described disorder of melancholy, which is a medical condition characterized by extreme depression, uh, bodily complaints, and sometimes hallucinations and delusions. Yeah. Wow. So. And who was, what was the name again? Charles VI? Charles VI. Charles VI of of France. That's a lot to digest. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard of the glass. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And I was going to go over a guy named Edward Munich. Scissorhands. Munich. Edward Munich? The artist? Yeah. Yeah. The the one that created the 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 screen screen portrait. Yeah. I mean, Uh, we can do that next time, I guess. (laughs) The guy that created that had to have some. Yeah, you can tell just from looking at that. that. (laughs) This is what this guy sees? Yeah, he has a lot of trauma, so. Maybe we'll oh. talk about him another time. PTSD. I'm calling it. <laughs> yeah, already. She's calling it early. Yeah, we could probably have another episode down the road because we're like a, a, approaching an hour and a half almost. So, yeah, so a lot of stuff there. Yeah. It's because you have such great guests. Exactly. Good job, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here as well. <laughs> no, but thank you. Speaking of, thanks a lot for being here. Hope you guys had fun. Hope yeah. you learned some Roman slash yeah. uh, really history. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're gonna get eat some leftover pizza now. Maybe just chill out a little bit. But thanks for being here. Yeah, it's fun. And we'll probably have you guys on again now that you're you're Local. nearby. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So awesome to be back in San Antonio. Um, but yeah, so I guess anything else, Mindy? You good? Um, just you know, if you're having mental health issues, 
Get help. Get yeah. help. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of that uh, that uh, um, that meme with Michael Jordan. Oh, oh, he says, uh, he's like, stop it. Get some help. Like, stop <laughs> it. Get help. I think it was totally some kind of commercial. For... But that's not really appropriate. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, well, on that note. Get help. Let's go ahead and raise our glass delusion here. Okay. Go grab a refill. Bye. 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 I'm fearful of your looks, sir. Little <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, Caligula feet. <laughs> Someone's got to stop giving this guy monkeys. <laughs>